0: Tour, 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 tour junkies. What's going on, golf addicts? It's the Zozo Championship DraftKings Picks and Preview Show. We're the Tour Junkies. I'm DB. I got Pat Perry with me. I'm sipping on some tequila tonight, Pat. You know, it's, it's hard to get fired up for the Zozo. You got guys withdrawing left yeah. and right. And uh, so tonight, I just figure I'm just going to knock, knock back some... Uh, I got a Paloma here. I've been making a lot of Palomas at home. It's good. And um, I'm excited about it. What's you? What's What's on tap for you tonight? I just got a little wild leap brew. A little brew this evening It's good. Very man. I, I just you know, there's probably some new listeners of the Tour Junkies podcast that just don't even know about the days where Pat was list was was sipping Tito's. Uh, you know, yeah. from start to finish, and arriving on Planet Tito's about yeah. about three quarters of the way through the DFS show because it's really a pretty heavy beer for you now
1: yeah it is it's uh it's it's way calmer for me on these shows i just sip on uh i don't i, I, I say that yeah right it could it could yeah. get off the rails i don't know how i'm gonna feel tonight I, I really i like i was texting you before the show
0: a little combative part of, already i
1: was part, i was already a little bit grumpy yeah you know the family was was kind of ticking me off a little bit it wasn't you it was me db it
0: wasn't you okay Um, All right. Well, um, we're presented by our friends at FantasyNational.com slash TJ, of course. Thank you to Fantasy National for continuing to support the Tour Junkies podcast. And if you support the Tour Junkies podcast and you bet on golf in any capacity, you should be on FantasyNational.com slash TJ to get 20% off any membership level. You can try out weekly, monthly, annual memberships. Get 20% off every package there on Fantasy National with the slash TJ URL. Tell them the Tour Junkies sent you. All the PGA Tour data is licensed by Shotlink, It's uh, so you know it's right, it's good. That's where all the stats come from. That's where all the recent form, the course history numbers, all that stuff, course breakdown information, all comes from Fantasy National. Been using these guys for years, so check them out if you haven't already. We're going to have a pretty crisp show tonight for the Zozo. We're going to have a good show, too, I I believe, Pat. Um, You know, the CJ Cup came and went, all right, and Rory wins the CJ Cup, Anytime a favorite or anyone short of you know twenty to one wins a wins an event, I'm not going to be happy in terms of betting. But I am happy in terms of DFS. I mean, I, I guess I was a little. Uh, it could have been better. I definitely was up there when old Keith Mitchell. I had plenty of Keith Mitchell in DFS. Talked him up in the nut hut chat on Wednesday night. Had him on the betting card. And he couldn't. He couldn't put four together for me. Uh, but he still. He still was good. And um, you know. Took fifth in the dog leg, so that was good. I scaled back a lot last week and mm, there you ended go. up making some money, so that was good. Rory wins, uh, you know, good to see that. I guess I would have rather seen Ricky get it done if if it wasn't going to be Keith Mitchell. But um, it, the CJ Cup, it was a nice course. I think that's it. Like what? what I don't know. I'm I i do not want to talk about it anymore. The Keith Mitchell thing really hurt my feelings. Hey, this week, uh, need to make an announcement. We're not going to have a European Tour podcast this week. Our boy Mark Hill is down and out. He's got a little uh, he's he's under the weather, and he's got uh, he's got a newborn at the house. He's got a lot of stuff going on. So, um, no European Tour pod from Mark. So best wishes. Hope he gets better. But don't don't look out for that this week. I think uh, I don't know if there's an event next week or not. Maybe there's a break. I don't know. But whenever it comes back, he'll he'll be ready to go. Uh, now tonight, now I will say this about the CJ Cup. I did win the Cam Davis uh versus Jason Day side bet that you and I had from the betting wheel last week not
1: as easily as you might have thought you were going to win that
0: <laughs> dang it if between Keith Mitchell collapsing and then Cam Davis being literally seven shots clear i wasn't even looking at it anymore uh, to, you know at, at a certain point on saturday i wasn't even looking at it and then he just starts crapping down his leg and i'm like i'm going to lose this thing it started to feel like jt the, the jt Spieth bet that we had for one of the majors when JT coughed it up on like the, the 71st hole or something. Um, but I did narrowly escape with the tiebreaker. And Pat will be taking it's down... It's like an asterisk win. It's an asterisk <laughs> win. A win is a win. I'll freaking take it. Pat will be sucking down some baby food peas on the betting show. So you're going to want to make sure you tune into that if you haven't already. I
1: really don't. I mean, I still don't understand. There was never a point on the show... <laughs> where you got to choose what baby food. Like, I was all ready to eat some peaches or some shit. That's such a cop-out. You know, and then and then now I got to do some peaches. But it's not a cop-out, because I'm not. I got, the, I got peas right here. No, I'm saying,
0: I'm saying if you would have done I pe- peas, if, I know, but I'm saying if you would have done peaches. Uh, AC's in the, in the chat. Yeah, uh, he's right. You screwed yourself by allowing it to be <laughs> birdie. And I, I do believe you set the tiebreaker. I, I think I threw it out there, and I was like, should we do DK points, or should we do birdies? Or-? And you said, let's do birdies and eagle, like birdies yeah. are better. So it was on you. And Cam Davis had him by one, by one extra birdie or better. So I win the tiebreaker. You know what, though? For the poor run that I was on with those side bets, I, I, think, I think I could use, you know, a tiebreaker going this way. So there you go. Sam, shut, shut up. Get yeah. out of the chat, Sam. Yeah,
1: Sam. Sam's right. I didn't get to choose the 40 that you, okay. Anyway, we'll see how this goes on the betting show. <sighs>
0: That'll
1: be on I'm the not betting happy show. About the peas, I'll put it that way. I was I was like more thrilled when I got to choose my, for myself. But
0: it's uh yeah, it's it's also member guest week for us. My member guest at mm. Champions Retreat is this year is this week. It's the fourth time, right, Pat? It's the fourth time you and I will will be partners in my member guest. Uh, it's a big week for us. Very exciting. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Well, Thursday evening, Friday, and Saturday. So if you're not following along on Instagram, you need to uh, at tour underscore junkies. Check that out. Should be a good time. We might get into that later. We might not. But I do know one thing, dude. The the weather's looking so pure that this hoodie that I'm wearing right now. Oh, yeah. This this golf hoodie. I
1: I wanted to wear the hoodie. I have a hoodie on, but it's not that one because I
0: knew you were going to be wearing it. Look, you'll notice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. You'll notice no strings. It's a golf hoodie. It's made by a golf company, golf brand. Got the nice little Golby patch there. No string, so you can, you know, rip it without having that all in your way. It's like a nice, it's a, it's a sweet hoodie. And we only have, we only have a handful left. We, we did a re, we kind of re-looked at the inventory today. No more larges left. We do have a couple XLs and some 2XLs for you big boys and some mediums, some mediums in there if you want one. But you better get them, Torjunkies.com. They're going to go fast. And if you're a member of the Nut Hut, you get 20% off, so knock that out. All right, Pat, let's get to it. The Zozo Championship 2021 uh, from Accordia Golf Narashino Country Club. We've seen it before in 2019 when Tiger Woods made his amazing comeback. What you got for us, buddy? Yeah,
1: we're at the AGNCC this week. Ooh, AGNCC. Yeah, that's right. Uh, It is a par 70. It is 7,041 yards, so not very long at all. Uh, Again, we got another no-cut event, short field this week uh as far as uh, the fairways and rough out here we've got zoysia fairways and rough which is somewhat unusual when you consider uh there's not a whole lot of courses that that feature zoysia from tee to green um you have you do see it at TPC Southwind you see it at East Lake uh we do have bent grass greens this week uh with a little bit of slope on them so they are going to be quite undulating but they don't really get them uh running too quick this week so um I do think scoring again is gonna be uh pretty easy this week. Not like it was last week. Um, but I do think you're gonna see some scoring. I mean, you think about Zoja, the ball kind of sits up a little bit. Um, so in the fairways, they're gonna have like perfect lives as long as they're hitting fairways, but around the greens, is weird. It's real sticky. Um, you know, so it can be hard. I think scrambling could be something we might want to look at just a little bit this week, also because the greens are pretty small compared to what we typically see on tour. So that's gonna mean more of these guys are gonna be missing some greens. And and if you'll remember when Tiger won here two years ago, which was the last time we were here, um, his scrambling and his short game was superb. So it was really good. And one of the things that helped uh, lead him to victory here. Um, it is a weird setup though, is for a par 70. You've got three par fives, which two are reachable, and then you've got five par threes, which is uh very yeah. unusual. Hmm. Um the rough tends to not be all that difficult as if you do miss the fairways. I don't think it's gonna be uh, you know, that penalizing if you do if you miss the fairways and you're in the rough. I mentioned small greens, so I'm gonna be wanting to really look at keying in on things like strokes gained approach, you know, ball striking, those kind of stats, greens and regulations, scrambling a little bit because they are gonna miss some of these greens. Um, but I do still expect uh, some good scoring this week. You know, you look at when Tiger won here in twenty nineteen. Uh, which was the first year they really played uh, this tournament. And uh, it was uh, he was 19 under that year. Uh, last year's winner was Patrick Cantlay, but it was at Sherwood Country Club, and they played um, over here because of COVID. So overall, though, the stats I'm looking at, I'm going to look at form, strokes gained approach, ball striking, par four scoring. You've got 10 par fours this week, and it's they're really weird because a lot of them are, are kind of short. But then a lot of them are very long. There's not a whole lot of in between. It's sort of it's it's sort of different than, you know, just those normal like 450 yard par fours. There's some short ones and then there's some really long ones. And you hear a lot of the players talk about that. So they're gonna have wedges into a lot of these greens on the par fours, but then they're gonna have some long irons as well. So I think if you just kind of stretch out looking at some par four scoring, that could be something that is is something just to as an outlier to look at, and then putting on bent grass greens. So there you go that's the uh,
0: course breakdown for the agncc yeah the zozo um Mm -hmm. i would i would say this like right now vegas has the over under winning score at at minus 18 and a half right there near that tiger number but tiger kind of blitzed everybody actually tiger and hideki tiger won one at 19 under hideki was it was in second three behind him at 16 under and then everybody else behind hideki didn't start back until 13 under There were only uh, nine guys that were at 10 under or better. So I do think this is going to be a little tougher test potentially than what we've seen the last couple, maybe the last couple of events. I I don't know that we're going to reach the, uh, you know, we're not, it doesn't sound like we're going to reach the 20s um, or anything like that. So because of that, I agree. I like the scrambling call. These are kind of peckish greens. You know what I mean? and um, I think you're right about the Zoysia, too. It's, it's, it's a little bit different to hit off that stuff, to chip off that, so that's true. I think this place, you know, you got some dog legs. You got some, uh, you know, it's the rough. You mentioned not being too penal, so off the tee, you know, I think it could fit a lot of different players, shorter hitters, accurate hitters, bombers, whatever, because the rough's not that penal, but I do think that really the difference is going to come down to the approach play and then the the scrambling, like you mentioned. So, yeah, and and these absolutely. greens we we heard in twenty nineteen were pretty pure, like pristine greens. Like these things roll, they do exactly what you think they're gonna do. Um, so that's that. Obviously, for DFS purposes, ownership makes a makes a big you know is a is a big component to this. You got to have the ownership leverage. We're gonna I'm gonna talk about in each range kind of who I think the chalk might look to be this week lineup construction's a big thing last week i think we saw an optimal lineup it was definitely a studs and duds approach i think that could be the case this week as well you've got a very you know i mean with all the guys that dropped out like the feel is pretty weak it's it's there's a few names at the top and then it really drops off pretty steep you've got a there's some names that you're really gonna have to hold your nose and just <laughs> yeah, plug in at, at the price Um, you've got, you've got a bunch of players from the Japan tour. They, they got a lot of exemptions in here. So I'll talk about a few of those. Um, I I do want to, you know, draw attention to a few of those guys, but I, one thing I looked at last in 2019, when they played it, the best finisher that, that year from that Japan tour, a regular on the Japan tour was still 41st, uh, 41st place. You know, I'm looking at a guy who like, doesn't, didn't play on a lot of PGA tour events the best guy was 41st. So it's not, like, you know, it's not like somebody from the Japan tour just shot up the leaderboard and finished top 10. Now, it was a much stronger field in 2019 than what we have right now, but um, I, I just think you kind of need to attack these guys with, you know, with a little, just, just beware, okay? Just, that's all I'm gonna say. But we'll get to those guys a little bit later. I do wanna give a shout out to uh, our friends at Manly Bands. Pat, uh, I'm wearing my Manly Band. I've had the same wedding ring for 14 years. Manly Bands reached out and said, yo, boys, we want to hook you guys up with some new bands and, uh, and sponsor the show. So shout out to Manly Bands for doing that. I ordered this thing off the website. My, I let my wife pick it out. She, she, you know, she went to the site. You know, and and you know, they, they're the ones that fantasize about the wedding ring, the cut, the clarity, the carrot, the color, all that kind of stuff. We don't really care, typically. But you know, Manly Bands are here to rescue us from the otherwise hellish band-buying experience. Manly Bands offers your hand the freedom to look how you want it to, you know, manly, right? And just about every type of earthly material imaginable, even from space, okay? Now, mine, you know, I just, again, I will just let the wife pick it out, which I think is probably smart. But to get started, it's, it's easy. I actually went on the website and did this myself. They have the Manly Ring Sizer for Manly Bands to ensure that your ring will fit perfectly during work and play. You kind of scan this app, and it measures your finger. It's really cool. So I got the perfect, the perfect size here. Once you know your size, it's the fun part. they got all the insane selection of materials to choose from, from gold, wood, antler, dinosaur bone, huh? and even the meteorites that killed them. You can get a manly band, maybe from kryptonite. You might be able to get a kryptonite wedding band. Um, and you can choose from one of the manly band's curated collections, like the Jack Daniels Whiskey Barrel Collection, which is pretty sweet. Uh, and once you've selected your band, they offer free shipping worldwide, a 30-day exchange policy, and a free warranty. While there might be a 50% chance of your marriage working out, there's a 100% chance you're going to love your band. You know what I mean? Praise mm-hmm. God. To order your manly band and get 21% off plus a free silicone ring. Not 20%, 21%. That's, how, that's what we do at Tor Junkies.
1: We throw that extra one in there on you.
0: Yeah. You know what they say, get 1% better every day? done i've never even heard that before
1: i, I think we are we the only podcast we in may the be. world
0: that adds the one percent and you get a free silicone ring so if you're in there cross fitting or something you need a silicone you can get that go to manlybands.com slash tour junkies that's manlybands.com slash tour junkies for 21 percent off manly manly bands the best damn rings period m-a-n-l-y-b-a-n-d-s shout out to those to those guys that's awesome uh, I did forget to mention the Nut Hut listener League winner last week, Pat, and it was Mark Mark Hill. yes, our European tour our European tour podcast uh, ho- host and expert. he came out and he just you know he just took it down you know I mean God dang now if he w- so he gets himself a seat into the finals next year for a chance to get an, a, a trip to see us and play golf with us now what I did tell him in the Nut Hut though is we will if he wins the finals, we will not be flying him to augusta or savannah we will be flying to ireland we'll go to him we'll go to him and we'll play some incredible courses in ireland and we'll pay for ourselves to get there mark you don't even have to pay for us we will pay for ourselves and then we'll pay for your golf too so that's the deal shout out to mark for doing that and then he got sick and now he's out so tough scene tough scene you ready to get into this pat i know you're excited about this field i really am yeah there's a lot to talk about here um all right i'm gonna let you start top tier 9k and above three t- oh you don't want to start you want me to start no yeah i'm ready i'm excited okay, to all start. right three gpps and a fade Who you I got? i feel like i'm gonna take a few from you. bait up asking but... D B ring on or off for golf i always leave mine on i really literally never take mine off because i'm afraid if i take it off i'd lose it so mine's always on i'm gonna on.
1: i i, I wear it for golf and i never take it off either i heart i mean i can't even recall when i ever took it off I don't, it doesn't bother me when I'm playing golf. Yeah, I mean, yeah, really, I don't, I don't notice even it. notice it. Yeah, same. Uh, anyway. All right. So I'm going to start up at the top here with Willie Z at ten five. I do feel like I might gain a little ownership leverage out of him um, as much as you can maybe get in, in a no-cut event. Um, but I like him at 10-5. I mean, you look at the stats for him. I mean, he's, you know, the greens in regulation, regulation he's number one in the field if you look at the last 24 rounds. Checks the box and ball striking. He's top 10 there. Uh, approach. I mean, really across the board, everything with Willie Z is always going to look good with the stats because he's just, that's just what he is. And yeah. it comes down to the putter for him. Um, you know, bent grass is not necessarily, uh, well, any putting service isn't great for him. But, you know, we saw him putt extremely well at the Masters on bent grass Greens. Um, so I just think that Willie Z, with the ownership leverage I might get up here at the top, uh, that price at ten five and and where you can kind of fit them in and and make your and build your lineups. I like Willie Z there at ten five, and then here's where you know talk about this with, and I don't even necessarily know if this is holding your nose and and playing a guy to his price because I know everybody's going to look at Ricky Fowler here at ninety eight hundred and they're going to think oh my god Ricky Fowler ninety eight hundred. I think you ride the hot hand with Ricky Fowler and you take him this week in your lineups. I don't mind the price at ninety eight hundred. He's coming off of a great week. He putts extremely well on bent grass greens. Um, as a matter of fact, that's his best surface. He's a good scrambler. And let's look at last week. I mean, he's number one in the field in ball striking last week. He was number one strokes gained tee to green, number one off the tee, top 10 in scrambling, and he putted well. Uh, and he was maybe number one putting last week. I, I don't know. But... I mean, Ricky was doing everything right last week. I think you kind of ride that in, you know, screw all the travel and whatever else narratives that you want to bring into this. I think Ricky is, uh, is maybe coming around. I want to get him at, you know, who knows what the ownership is going to be. He was very low on last week. He was like 8%. Um, so if you put him in there, um, you definitely had a good chance to make some money. So I, write, I like Ricky Fowler there at 9,800. Another guy I'm going to go back to again is uh, Keegan Bradley. At ninety four hundred, you know, I mean, he was right up there, kind of near
0: the top ten. You know, look at you being a Keegan guy all of a sudden.
1: I know. I can't. It's driving me crazy. But I mean, he's number two in the field in stroke skiing approach, number three in ball striking.
0: But that's how he always is, and you still fade him. And now you're. I don't care,
1: but now I'm on him. Lately, you've been on him because I don't like. There's a lot of guys right here that I really I don't want to play, and uh, I like Keegan there at ninety four hundred. I'm still gonna fade Tommy Fleetwood. Uh, yes, at ten thousand. Yeah. I just cannot. T- Fleetwood what, does what? not have anything together as far as his. The old Fleetwood has still not come back. Okay, he's, he's if gone. You are if you're struggling in Fleetwood land and on the, on the land of Fleetwood <laughs> planet or whatever it is. The land of Fleetwood <laughs> planet. He is. Is that like a land where everybody has cankles? Yeah, uh, in the cankle land of Fleetwoods. Like he's still trying to find himself, you know. He's like he's like walking around the, the the planet. He's trying different mushrooms and shit, like thinking like like maybe something's gonna like all of a sudden he's gonna get all the the stuff back that he used to have, but it's not working. And so I think Fleetwood is 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 out, not gonna play him at ten thousand.
0: So there you go. Yeah, Tommy Ladd is is broken right now. I, I don't know. I, I don't trust him. And I, I, definitely would prefer him if you're gonna play him, not at ten thousand. First of all, even in this, even in this field, I would prefer it. Uh, and I would prefer to play him in, you know, in a, in a tougher event, like a, you know, I, this is gonna be tougher in the last couple of weeks, but like an, an open championship event or something where the scoring's tougher, or conditions are tougher, whatever. I don't know. Fleetwood is my fate as well. Um, definitely out on him. So I guess in this nine k range, my plan of attack and maybe my advice for now, maybe this changes come Wednesday night, would be just play who you want to play regardless of the chalk, because I don't know that there's going to be too many names beyond the 8K that are going to be chalky at all, and you can differentiate your lineup with the other four or maybe three selections that you choose, and just play who you're confident, play who you want to play, because these guys up here are really the only ones that are worth anything in this field, so like I don't want to get I don't want to get too cute here. That being said, there are some names in here I don't like, and there's some names in here I like more than others. I love your Willie Z play. I had him written down. I think you're dead right with Ricky Fowler. I think you ride the hand. I think one of the things that stands out to me in this tournament is, you know, strokes gain gives a shit, right? Because you see a lot of guys are dropping out. Yeah. And I get it. Like the travel's probably hard. It's you got to deal with COVID stuff, all this. Whoever remains, I feel like, for the most part cares and a guy like Ricky needs it you know like he mm-hmm. needs to take advantage absolutely I mean, he needs to take advantage of a no-cut event where world golf ranking points are maybe a little higher than normal and he's coming in hot like why would he not be amped to go you know to, to suffer through the travel and the COVID stuff to come here and keep it rolling um so I I think Ricky I think that is a play and if he's 25 percent projected ownership next week fade him if you want or play him if you want like i just go all go
1: go all in on
0: go all in on i just think you play whoever you want to play up here i don't think you have to get too cute so i'm with you on Willie z i'm with you on ricky i think decky is interesting i mean he he's he's the one here you know like he had all the pressure coming in here in 2019 finished runner-up to tiger um he's the he's the you know he's going to be the the god of this tournament here you know when he gets there at zozo Finished runner-up here to Tiger. But, you know, I know he's not played great the last couple of events, but I don't think that matters. I think Hideki's still in play. I would love to see maybe some people off of him a little bit based on, you know, the T-59 last week and the T-67 the week before. I would risk it there for Hideki if he's, uh, I mean, I just, at any moment he could pop. So I'm there for him. But I think the leverage play here that's interesting, Pat, and this is one of those that's a hold-your-nose play. This is a leverage play for sure. But... In, the, in, in recent results land, okay, 25th last week at the CJ Cup, 5th at the BMW back in the playoffs, 7th at the Northern Trust. So, you know, missed the cut at the Shriners' his first event out. But if you look at something that I think is important, which is DK points scored over the last 24 rounds, he is number one in this field. And that's Eric Van Ruyen at 9,500. Mm. It's a little scary. I don't normally... That
1: one scares me.
0: Like, I really yeah. can't. I don't I have normally play, I don't usually play EVR. Number one in DraftKings points scored. Uh, need mustard. 23rd in the field off the tee, 21st in the field on approach, 26th in long-term bent grass, passable and, poet, uh, passable and putting splits. So, I, I don't know. I think he's interesting. He's a volatile player. He's terrible around the greens. He better hit his greens and reg or he's going to suck. He's a volatile guy, but I do think in a field this terrible, he could, I mean, he could do a little something. He could, he could get a little crazy. So I think EVR is an interesting leverage play there. I think the chalk here is going to be more Cal and Xander, uh, and I think Ricky is going to be. I think I definitely think Ricky's going to be chalked. I don't think anybody's. You're not. Nobody's getting fooled on Ricky again this week. I think everybody's wanting to play him. He's a guy people want to play anyway. Um, they want to see the comeback. They want to see it happen. So that's going to happen. Do you think Neiman
1: is gonna be somebody in here that's gonna just
0: fly under the radar? I looked at Neiman. I don't I don't he I faded him last week and I mean I I just don't see it right now with him. He's on Instagram taking pictures of that hottie girl of his. Like I just don't I think he's just there. He's collecting a check, he's good. Yeah. Probably so. Mm. Okay. He'll win. All right. Eight K range. I actually really like this range, Pat. Um, I like this range. I don't like the seven K range at all. 7k range is pretty tough sledding the problem is like lineup construction wise if you end up playing you know willie z and ricky up there like you're gonna have a hard time getting a lot of 8k guys in here so Mm -hmm. it's gonna be you know you got you got to think about how you want to do the lineup construction thing um and but i don't feel good enough about the all the 8k guys to like start here or start in the low i don't like enough of the low nines i mean unless you want to go like keegan you could go Keegan EVR and hit a couple guys here, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Tough scene. Uh, I'm, I'm having a hard time narrowing it down here in the, in the AK, honestly. Um, I think the chalk is going to be Vegas and KH Lee. I like I KH like Lee a, a little bit here at 8,700. He's checking some boxes, playing well, good form. Uh, I think he's a guy who wants it. Like, I think he's hungry right now. I think... Um, I think... CT Pan comes in here in good form. He played here in 2019, didn't play very well, but at T6 at the Fortinet, T11 at the Sanderson. Um, you don't have to be long off the tee here. Uh, he's eighth in this field in approach. He's first, uh, sorry, he's tied for first with EVR in DraftKings points scored over his last 24 rounds. And he's, uh, he's actually not terrible off the tee. He just hits a lot of fairways. So, um, decent scrambler as well. I think CT Pan is interesting in KH Lee for me. The fade here is Lanto. I. Uh, I he, uh, I can't figure him out. He's like every now and then he pops and he does something decent, like he did a couple weeks ago at uh, the Shriners. But other than that, he's been total garbage. So I'm out on Lanto.
1: Okay, yeah, I was getting close to being out on Lanto as well. Um, yeah, I'm. I am. Uh, so I'm with you on CT Pen. He was my top play here in this, really? in this area. Yeah, I love CT. I, I, I don't think this love is him. A
0: gr- I think that's a stretch. I
1: I don't love him, but. I mean, it's hard to say you love a lot of guys in this, you know, this tournament. But I think CT is a great play this week. I mean, you know, you look at approach, eleventh, eleventh, and ball striking.
0: I mean, the the guy is uh, a little you know, rested, yeah, even though, but you know, played has already played some fall events. Didn't have to play last week. I like that yeah, about Willie Z too. I just think this is a good spot for for CT. Uh, you know, I think he could. uh
1: extremely well over here so i like him there and and, and you look like you said his form and with that t11 at sanderson top 10 at the fortinet i think uh ct is uh is a really good play this week um surprise you didn't mention adam shink i like him though. I, I think this could be a good yeah. course for him you know coming off of uh, a third place finish at the shriners um has been you know had a really solid year even though it's been relatively up and down um, I think Adam Schenk is another guy that this is a this is a good course fit for, um, so I like him there down at 8200. He also puts well on bent grass greens. I mean, literally across the board. If you're looking at stats, I and mean, he's like top 20 in all the stats, um, so I like him yeah. 8200. My fade is is uh, actually a guy who has good history in this event, even though he's only been one time on this course, but he was top 10, and Palmer. that's Ryan Palmer at 8300.
0: He's broken right now. He is. I like I just, Ryan Palmer, too. I'm always a sucker for him, but he has been bad. Real bad. He's been really bad, and he's not checking any boxes when you
1: look at the stats. I mean, he's near the bottom of the field, across the board, whether it's ball striking, approach, yeah. you know, putting, whatever it is. Ryan Palmer has not been good, so at 8,300,
0: he will be my fave. Nice. Um, 7K range is pretty clear for me. I, got, I, don't, I don't love this range either. I got three guys in here that, that I like in tournaments. And I'm going to get to the um, kind of the sneaky, like, who the hell is that names uh, in the 6K range. So, you know, you got Kanaya in here, Takumi Kanaya, who's a good player. But I'm not going to spend up on him when there's other guys up here that are more regular contenders on the big tours. Um, and you've got more value. I think you've got better value on some of the, if you want to try to sneak in a guy that is going to be like 0.2% owned, I don't think Kanaya is the guy. Uh, here it's for me. It's obviously Luke List, seventy nine hundred. Not sure why it wouldn't be. Um, rough, not a big deal here. Great. He's third in strokes getting off the tee in this field. Twenty sixth in approach. Eleventh around the greens. He's a good scrambler. And uh, I mean, it's Luke List. Like he's going to score. And again, he's another guy that like needs events like this to to get points, to get FedEx Cup points, to maybe have a finally win a golf tournament that's decent. So, list for me at 7,900. Norlander right there at 7,400. This is probably predictable, but I think these are the clear names here that, uh, you know, I I like. Strokes and approach, he's third in this field. Uh, Around the greens, he's second. It all comes down to putting for Henrik, um, to me. Same thing with Luke. So, you know, here we go. Um, And then it's going to be Tom Hoagie. 7,000. Love me some Tom Hoagie. He's hitting the ball really well. Sixth in approach, seventh in DraftKings point scored, 13th around the green. Uh, Hoagie finished 32nd at the CJ Cup, 14th Shriners. I mean, Hoagie's a ball-striking son of a gun. And he's got some, he's got some, like he's sneaky, got some top fives. Like fourth at the Northern Trust is solid. Third at the OHL last year. I mean, he just like every now and then he'll pop up. Last year in 2020, fifth at the Farmers, sixth at the Amex um second at the Greenbrier back in 2019 like these are PJ Tour events he has top five upside potentially even winning upside and he's gained strokes on approach a lot of strokes on approach in his last four events since the new season uh, he's played off all, all four of the the new ones so he's gained at least three strokes on approach in every single event in this new PJ Tour season Scott Hamilton coach Scott Hamilton's got him striping those irons kid so I think Hoagie is a very nice play and a good value down there at 7k i like him a lot the, the fade for me is higo i continue to look at garrick higo he's priced up here at 7800 he literally should be he, he should be 64 6500 he should he's getting a he lot has of credit he's done absolutely nothing since winning the tournament that we will not name and will not discuss because it was the biggest crap show tournament in the history of tournaments. So I'm not 7,800 for Higo is is I'm out until he shows something else, man. Like I I don't see it for Higo. The chalk here, yeah. I don't think there's anybody that's going to be chalk in this range.
1: I mean, I really don't. I think Higo, you're right. I, I just he's, he's 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 living off of uh you know he had a good you know late spring, early summer, and, and, and one good
0: just, tournament. Yeah. I mean, I guess he did. He did. He, he did I'm talking about on the European, European tour. tour through, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I agree. I'm not on, on good. real quick um, before you get to your picks, Pat, I want to tell the people watching, uh, member guest season, like I said, coming up, here's what we need from you in the comments. Give us your number one, go to golf course playlist song. The number one, like the, the one that like pumps you up. You know what I mean? If you were playing a member guest, it's the first song you're riding out to the first hole and you're getting each other jacked. What's the song you're playing in the past for me and Pat, it's been uh, curtains by Lil Wayne. That's a mm. good one uh so you know we need we need some we need to how's that one go that's the one that starts off like i ain't nervous yeah i sin, yeah. I, God, I ain't yeah. nervous that one right there Um, uh, <laughs> listen so put that in the youtube comments your favorite your number one song we, we want to put it in our playlist and have it for uh you know for the member guests so put that in the youtube comments please if you're watching live wait till the show is over and then put it in go ahead and give it a thumbs up give it a like and subscribe as well if you're listening then just tweet us or something tweet us the uh the number one song in your playlist. All right, Pat. Seven K range. What you got?
1: Seven K range. I'm with you on two guys, uh, Norlander and Tom Hoagie. I think they're they're relatively easy picks to plug in there. Maybe they will um, be chalky. I don't know. They could. Who be. knows? Are you just saying that because I like them too? Well, I, I mean, I I'm know. saying
0: if they're agree, like if we both don't like the seven K names, then I mean, I I kind of like Robert Streb. He's obviously playing well right now. Maybe yeah, people are going to gravitate like towards Harry Higgs as well. Um. That could happen, but I just... Well, see, there you go. There's my next pick. Is that your next Harry one? Higgs. So you know, I feel
1: like Harry Higgs could do some Japan well. Like, I feel like when he's in Japan, he, he is going to be...
0: Oh, yeah. Gonna, well, there's noodles everywhere. I mean, you know the boy loves him a noodle. He loves him some yeah. carbs. He Everything about Japan noodles.
1: fits some Harry Higgs. He's going to be doing well. He's going to be enjoying himself while he's there, but he's going to be playing some good golf. I like Harry Higgs there at seventy five hundred. I think that's good there. So those three guys: Higgs, Hoagie, Norlander. I'm in on for sure. Sebastian Munoz is my actual fade, at seventy three hundred. He's another guy. I don't know if he's broken because he has shown, you know, some, some form like maybe a month ago or so. I, I yeah. don't know. But you know, you look at you know T forty nine last week. Missed three straight cuts before that. You know, decent at the BMW at T29, but then you look across the board at the stats; they're not very good at all. Um, they're almost worse than um, Brian Palmer's stats. So Sebastian Munoz there at 7300 is going to be my fate.
0: Okay. Um, so what do you think about Luke List? What, what, uh, let me get. I you don't mind. Li- I like okay. List. I thought you were going to take him, so I just yeah. Well, I just want to get your opinion on that one. All right, um, move to the 6K range. Tell me who you got. And then I've got a number of names I want to cover here just because I know if, you know, I know people are going to be asking in the Nut Hut about some of these names that you've never heard of. So go ahead. Okay.
1: I got a few guys down here in the 6K range. Um, But I I don't, it's such a weird, God, this is such a weird tournament. (laughs) Like, you got, like, why is Wesley Bryan here? Like I thought he was like back to doing the trick shots again. Like I didn't even know he was playing on tour. I, I,
0: I'm not really sure how he got here, but I know I mean I know he's making his comeback. That's been talked about. Um I guess though so. he's here, he's flying across the world to Japan and uh he, which so isn't. I mean it's an interesting name down there, cheap, you know. Uh anyway,
1: <laughs> um here's a weird name for you that just always pops up for me. And I think I'm going to play him this week. Andrew Putnam at 6,700. Yep. I saw that.
0: I saw I that. Just, coming.
1: There's a few things there, you know, I mean, he's top 10 in the field putting on, uh, on bent grass greens, you know, kind of in the middle of the pack and ball striking and approach. Um, you know, you, you look at his recent results. They've been, um, fairly decent, you know, for him, for a guy, like Andrew Putnam, T eleventh at the Shriners, missed a cut at Sanderson, but then was T thirty at the Fort Championship. There's something about it like with Andrew Putnam. I just think like he could show up, play well this week.
0: You gain a little leverage down there at the sixty at this in the six K range. So I like him. It's Andrew Putnam's season for sure. He's got to take advantage of this. He's yeah. got to. He played here in twenty nineteen, so he's familiar with the course. He checked he does check a lot of boxes. I got him down to. Yeah, another guy that
1: that checks a ton of boxes, um, right there with him, Sam Ryder, sixty seven hundred. Is uh, he scares me though? Just because I never know what you are going to get. I mean, you don't know what Sam Ryder is going to do for you. No, you really don't. But when you look at the stats, he he's he's up there. I mean, he's he's top ten in you know across the board in a lot of the stats that I looked at. Number one in birdie or better percentage, six in par four scoring. He's top 10 in ball striking and strokes gained approach in this field. So if, you know, he gets that putter going, I mean, he's still 21st in the field and putting on bent grass green. So Sam Ryder, even though he doesn't, he hasn't shown a lot of form other than just making a few cuts lately, he still could get hot. And I think play well this week at 6,700 last guy, I think, and this guy, I don't even know why I took him. Okay. But it's Sung Sun Kang. Nope. yeah. And it's only because Sung Kang is just going to, Sun Kang is going to win the damn tournament and nobody's going to even talk about him. And maybe he's not going to win. He's going to finish the top five. Or something like I think I some like people Sun will
0: King. be on him. I, I, I actually had Kang written down here as well. Um, he scores a lot of points, man. He's 23rd in the field off the, uh, on approach. He finished 17th here in 2019. He's got some experience here. Um, I think Kang is definitely in play at 6,300. He's just one of those high upside guys in a field like this He's his irons are going really well to start the season and the putter is looking really hot right now to start the season. So, you know, I mean, I, I think that's really interesting for him. I think he's for sure in play at 6,300. I would much rather have him than a lot of names in the seven K range, honestly. All right. Is that, is that all you got?
1: That's all I got.
0: Okay. Uh, let me go through some quickly here and then I'll, I'm going to educate the folks on a few. I think Hagee and, you know, I'm going to say Wyndham Clark is in play just cause I can't stop playing Wyndham Clark um but Hagey as well just bombers that are you know if, if this rough is like it was in 2019 and not super penal I could see him just taking it deep uh and just getting getting a lot of opportunities get a, a lot of short clubs in their hands Hagey's one of the longest hitters on tour so is Clark they're interesting to me um uh, let me talk about a few of these names one of them the one that I think I'm the most interested in DraftKings kind of threw him down there it's because he was a last-minute replacement. His name's Sean Norris, okay? He is uh, a guy who plays regularly on the Japan Tour, actually, and regularly, somewhat regularly on the European Tour as well. He played in the Zozo here in 2019, finished 51st, also played in the Zozo last year, finished 28th. But Sean Norris won the Japan Open Golf Championship just last week. Literally Sunday, he won it. And he has six Japan Tour victories to his career. He's 86th in the world. He's one of the higher-ranked guys here in this you know, field of no-name guys that you don't, you've never heard of. I mean, think about this. He's ranked higher than Joel Damon right now. Sean Norris is. After this recent victory. Did you catch that, Pat? I did you're not texting. realize he was texting is ranked higher. This is what you do. This is what you do. Now now I'm just going to go through this thing. You're going to check out. You're going to text. Who, who, do my, who am I talking about, by the way? You're talking about John,
1: Joel Damon and Sean Norris.
0: Thank you. Okay.
1: And Sean. you said that Sean Norris is ranked higher than Joel yeah. Damon. And he's six. So what, did, what are you talking about? Like, what did I miss?
0: He's $6,000. He's bare. You
1: can't even battle. Minimum. With these these <laughs> these brain cells that can you know think about all kinds of different things while while, while you're talking, I can multitask like no other. Mm,
0: okay. All right. So Sean Norris is interesting to me. Working the way he at sounds the sounds
1: like a football player.
0: He me. does kind. Of, he, he sounds like a coach or something. Um, let's see. Who else do I want to talk about here? I got a couple guys in the six in the six point two spot. The 6.2. The 6,200 spot. Whatever. You know what I meant. The first one is uh, Rikuya Hoshino. And uh, Ryosuke Kinoshita. Both at 6,200. Hoshino, number 105 in the world. Just slightly behind Joel Damon. Won on the Japan Tour in May and in April. He did. He, he's played some majors, actually. He missed a cut at the Open and the PGA Championship, but he was tied for 26th at the U.S. Open played in the Japan World uh, Japan Open last week that Sean Norris won finished 23rd also played in the Olympics finished 38th so he's a guy Oshino's got some experience on the Japan Tour knows how to win probably familiar with this golf course uh, interesting name Kinoshita is number 72 in the world um he also won on the Japan Tour this year twice in June and he's played in a few PJ Tour events 43rd at the WGC St. Jude this past Season 59th at the Open Championship and 67th at the Sony back uh, in the beginning of the season. So, Kinoshita at 6.2, along with Hoshino at 6.2. Those are just a couple more names you should know. Uh, I think Chan Kim is a guy that a lot of some people maybe be familiar with. 6.5k. He's got six Japan Tour wins all time. He's number 80 in the world, one on the tour in early October, uh, just a couple weeks ago. T15 last week at the Japan Open. T23 at the PGA, and also made the cut at the Open Championship, finished T53. Played, he's played the Workday. He played the last Zozo Championship. So Chan Kim at 6,500 is, uh, is another possible name in there. But at the end of the day, I don't know that I'm choosing Chan Kim over Brandon Hagee or Andrew Putnam, right? Yeah. I, I do think Sean Norris at 6K, because it's the dead minimum bottom-of-the-barrel number, is one that I probably will have in a GPP lineup and like just go balls to the wall up top. Why not? He gets four rounds.
1: Yeah. And, uh, you know?
0: Yeah. So there you go. And he's coming in hot. He's coming all in off a of win, right? Yeah. That's good. I mean, it's a Japan tour is not a slouch tour. This is not like the sunshine tour or the challenge tour. Like, the, the, no, there's some good. These damn boys players. can play man in the Japan tour. I mean, it's obviously not the, the PGA tour or the European tour even, but, it's a solid tour. He comes off with a win. You know, he's very comfortable playing in Japan. I don't know. Played this, played this course before. So there you go. That's the picks for me. That's it. Let's do, uh, Pat, let's, let's wrap this up. We are going to try something different this week. Instead of ending with the two-minute men, we, uh, we have been told we should try to jam this into one minute because the two-minute has gotten too easy. We, we finished with 20, 30 seconds left. And, I, you know, one minute is probably more appropriate anyway. So the one-minute men, one-minute DraftKings GPP lineup build. Pat, I feel like with the, this limited field and with some of the names that we agree on, we should be able to knock this out.
1: Yeah, I, I like, think
0: we can, we can make this happen. All right, so you pull up the timer. All right, I got the timer. Okay, I'm going to get my right. thing. I'll Here. tell you when to go. Here. Okay, hang on. Nope, hang on. You're gonna have to like really be
1: on point with telling me what we have left to work with.
0: <sighs> okay. Um, all right. GPP lineup for the Zozo Championship. You tell me when. Okay. Ready. Yep. Set. Go. Let's eat the chalk, Willie Z. Okay. Willie Z. And Fowler. Ride the hot Ann hand. And Fowler. Yep. W- and we there. go. Sean Norris. Fine. Yeah, let's yeah, do it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> three. Yes. Names, three names left. Seventy-nine is the average. Um, right,
1: let's, let's go up into the. Let's go up in a K. Let's maybe go Shink.
0: Shink. He's cheap. Let's yeah. go Shink. Yeah. Uh, what about? We got seventy-seven fifty left. Thirty seconds left. God dang it! Uh, Norlander. Uh, List. Uh, Hoagie. Hoagie. Let's go Hoagie. All right, Hoagie. We got eighty-five hundred left. Eighty-five hundred. One more player. 85
1: 5
0: let's list. go, uh, Norlander. Let's,
1: let's leave some, te- let's leave some, a lot. Let's yeah. leave a lot. Go. Let's go list for Norlander. Pick it.
0: Norlander. Okay, done. Are we done? Yep. Ooh, we left a lot on the table there. All right. Woo. So we, we managed to get, <laughs> we did leave a lot on the table with Sean Norris in there. My God. Um, all right. Willie Z, Ricky Fowler. It's going to be a, you know, well-leveraged lineup though. Adam Schenk. Henrik Norlander, Tom Hoagie, and Sean, Sean Norris. You know? Him and—I mean, he's, he's the most recent winner yeah. in this entire field. Most recent winner. Just won on Sunday. What do you think about that? There it is, the one-minute men. We did that, dude. We did that right there. That's going to be a lot harder when we don't agree on a lot.
1: No, that that is going to be harder, doing a minute like that. But I, I like that one, and it is obviously a no-cut event, so it does make it a little easier because we can just kind of...
0: And I think, you know, because I listen to your picks and you don't listen to mine, I think it helps that I am I kind of throw names out there because I know who you liked and who you didn't like, and so you can quickly yeah, agree. I if I wasn't listening, then I would be naming names, and you'd be like, I, I hate that guy. I faded him, and I would say, oh, I was on my phone. Anyway. No, I listen to your picks all the time. Okay. All right, let's go do the betting show. Get some peas for you, buddy. I, I can tell you're hungry. You look, you look, uh, you look famished. I think it's, I think it's time. Yeah, to... I do need some peas. I Here comes baby, the airplane. I need, <laughs> I need some baby peas. Oh, I'm gonna do that. By the way, on
1: the show. Good job. Okay. All right. Thanks All right. for
0: watching. May your screens be green. See you on the betting show. Don't forget to leave a comment. Your number one song. Golf playlist. Check us out on Instagram as well for the member guest. See ya.